0: To all who come to our happy place, welcome to the No Guilt Disney Podcast, where we have no guilt about our love for all things Disney. We are three Disney fangirls who
1: probably know more about the Disney parks than most grown women should, and we're perfectly okay
0: with that. You know, I'm so okay with that. (laughs) Yeah. It's, you know, I don't know how I could be more okay with that. And I'm excited because today
2: we're going to show we know about a little bit more than just Disney parks. We're getting into the the all all the Disney fandoms that we have. So hello everyone. My name is Teresa and you can find me on Twitter at Gertie the Dino. My name is Jane and you can
1: find me on Instagram at realmousewifewdw.
0: Hey y'all, I'm Patty Holiday from noguiltdisney.com and you can find me on all socials at noguiltlife. All right. So today we had some wonderful news earlier this week. We geeked out over it. We got excited over it. We think you probably did too, based on that chatter that we saw online. But we are here to bring you our 23 top D23 Expo predictions based on the schedule that was just released uh, earlier this week. Now, if you're not going to D23 Expo, if you don't know what it is, um, we are going to put Jane on the hot seat and ask her to describe it because she's not the for only the one that hasn't God. fed. <laughs> You're the only one that hasn't fed. So what do you think it is? What is your prediction for what D23 <laughs> will be like?
1: I'd like to drop this class, please. <laughs>
2: You've, you've
0: passed that you've passed that, uh, <laughs> that time frame. Sorry, we're keeping your money and you're going to get enough if you don't answer this. So,
1: <laughs> um, It is a convention for Disney-minded nerds who want to hear everything about all aspects of the company. So entertainment, parks, everything. Everything you can think of. Um, what's coming? What's What does the future of the company look like? That's pretty much it. But also, like, merchandise and, like, cool outfits and, like, fun times and also an excuse to go to Disneyland. And then, like, you may or may not get to see some celebrities, but, like, also you could, like, geek out overseeing executives if that's your thing. Teresa, I know you and me, that's our thing. Um, (laughs) And maybe some Imagineers, but, like, just everything.
0: I think okay. I got it. I, I, I think I nailed it. Yeah, that, that sounds pretty much like the only thing I will say is you said about stuff in the future, but Teresa is our resident living in the past girl. And so she likes to do all of the panels and experiences that talk about like, old school Disney stuff. And that happens every year. There's always something or somebody you know, from back in the day who comes in and shares their experiences with the class. Yes, the the Disney Archives. Yeah,
2: I'll say the Disney Archives usually do have a big presence, whether that's doing something on the exhibition floor or having panels. I think it's usually a Disney Archives stage. So, yeah. So as much as they do a lot of information and panels and exciting news looking forward, if you're somebody who's just interested in Disney history both on in terms of like the films or the parks. Uh, it's just a great there's just a little bit something for everybody, regardless of what direction your Disney fandom goes into.
0: Now this is an actual in-life real convention thing that's happening. Um, the first one since 2019. Uh, usually D23 Expo is held every other year. Uh, so it was scheduled for 2021. Obviously, for pandemic reasons, uh, that was not happening. But it is scheduled now for 2022. It starts on September 9th. It's happening in Anaheim, California. There are still tickets. So if you're listening to this and something we say or you think, you know what? I would like to be around those people. I would like to go to Disneyland after this. I would like to go and have that experience. Listen. There are still tickets available, I think, for uh, Sunday and Friday. Um, Saturday is sold out, but those other two days are full of amazing awesomeness. So consider it. Think about it. Come take a trip. Uh, The three of us all have our plans to go to D23 Expo. Uh, Teresa and I have been a couple of times between us before. This will be Jane's first trip, and we are excited about it. And we're so excited that they sent out this information, um, which then kind of got our minds spinning as far as what we might hear uh, at these uh, big panels. So this is uh, 23... D23 Expo predictions, and I say 23 of them, but 23 <clears throat> ish. You know us, A, we can't count, we don't do well with maths. Um, but also, um, I have a feeling we might like go over the number in some ways, and then maybe we go under someplace else. Who knows? We're we all, each have a list, and I don't know what's on everybody's list, so we don't know exactly how far off the 23 goal path we're going. But uh, we did give it that title because we were trying to um, force ourselves like to, to edit this down a little bit. So this doesn't go on forever and ever.
2: Yes. Yeah, so full transparency prior to this, I was telling Patty and Jane last night, I was like, I've got three pages worth of things. And so Patty bushes this morning, she's like, okay, condense it. Find, <laughs> find ways to group things together. So I am absolutely
0: the ish in the 23 ish <laughs> yes sir, Teresa is the ish so um all right so we're gonna start this off and we're just gonna go in chronological order as to like what's happening and and what that is Teresa and I might also throw in some of our experiences at previous panels might have been and how cool they were because guys this is like our Super Bowl I, I don't even know if I can say that without getting sued so this is like our big game let's just say that um we really love this experience um it's a lot of crazy people. It's a lot of crazy fans. Uh, you never know who you're going to see walking on the floor, on the expo floor, or running into at the parks later, because that has happened as well. Um, all right. Anyway, you guys know about the blue sweater, right? Everybody remembers my blue sweater story. We're not going to, we don't need a rehashed blue sweater, but. Um- <laughs> And but that, you know, we have a whole
1: podcast called Chris Evans and His Blue Sweater. <laughs>
0: we yeah, do. So we go do. back
2: if you if you want more D twenty three content, go back and listen to that episode. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: All right. So this first one, um, the, the uh, Friday morning, the first big panel that is going to kick off is, as always, the Disney Legends Awards ceremony. This ceremony honors um, visionaries, artists. Um, actors actresses uh, newscasters like everybody that's been tied with uh, you know the Walt Disney Company over the years um, I I don't know exactly how they determine each year who gets chosen or what the criteria are but um, when I have gone I've seen Johnny Depp I've seen Susan Lucci, um, James Earl Jones, Robert Downey Jr., Nowen, my girl. I love her so much. Um, they've all been inducted in recent years. So we're going to start here and throw out predictions. Uh, Jane, do you want to go first? Who, who do you think could be on our Disney Legends list this year?
1: I mean, I feel a lot of pressure, but I also kind of feel like I'm playing a little bingo with you guys and what you might suggest <laughs> So, um, but I am going to start with, and this is one of my, like, very serious picks. I tried to go back through the list of who's already been named a legend before, and I think I got far enough back where this was, he was not on it, but John
0: Ratzenberger. That's Why is he one. not a Disney that's legend? That's a really good pick. That not that amazing? Yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good pick, Disney. So, you're still looking... <laughs> at at, you know calling your list uh i could see john he i mean he's the pixar legend right he's in every single one
1: everyone everyone that he can be so um yeah so that's
0: my um
1: kicking it off with one of my super serious picks yes
0: okay all right Teresa, who do you (laughs) have
2: um so i will stay in line with the the voice acting category there are two women who were in a number of Disney animated films in the 50s and 60s, who are not Disney legends, and I think they absolutely should be. Mm -hmm. So I am going with Verna Felton and Eleanor Audley. And if you don't know their names, you definitely know their voices. So Verna Felton, she was in six. Uh, animated features with disney including voicing the fairy godmother in cinderella the queen of hearts from alice in wonderland and flora from sleeping beauty and eleanor audley you hear all the time she voiced lady tremaine in cinderella maleficent in sleeping beauty and she is the voice of madame leota in the haunted mansion these are two like i feel so strongly they are absolutely deserving of being at disney legends um and i'm really crossing my fingers hoping this is their year
0: I like that. Um, That's a great I, pick. Yeah, I don't, and I don't see, I don't see why not. Like, I don't know. Again, I don't know the reasonings or exactly what the criteria are, but um, yeah, I could definitely <clears throat> see both of those ladies, obviously being very deserving and should be in there. Uh, so we'll we'll have to see what happens with that. Uh, mine, I think it's maybe too soon to to put them as a legend status. But I'm just going to throw this out there as someday, some way, I hope to see Zach and Vanessa (laughs) getting inducted together the same year, Um, Zach Efron and Vanessa Hutchins uh, from uh, my... Um, high school musical uh, the originals I just think that both of these have gone on both of these uh, you know actors have gone on to do some amazing work they're still young I know that so maybe it's too young to to meet the requirements but hey look Kenny Ortega got uh got got uh, inducted last time so I'm pulling that someday Zac Efron will be on that stage
1: Um, Did not have that on my bingo. No,
2: that was not on my list. However, (laughs) I'll say it's not. I think the age thing. I know we were talking right beforehand. I think when I was looking at the list of legends, the one that threw me off so much was last time Christina Aguilera. Mm -hmm. And this is not a comment on all of her work, but I think they look at it in terms historically. It's been you know your contributions to Disney. Um, and I know her. I see hers as being slightly more limited just because of the you know more of her work has been outside of Disney than with Disney. So I think her her getting it last time has kind of I think opened the door a little bit more for people who maybe have had like prolific careers outside of just their Disney work. Her and,
1: being on the list opened the door for me to add the Kardashians.
0: Oh oh oh! Could you imagine Courtney's head? She oh my! God. I mean, oh.
1: she is the ultimate. adult and yeah like I was like you know what I was like you know what Teresa you're right I was like because Christina Aguilera is on there and that it threw me as well because I'd never really looked at the list like I knew a couple people off the top of my head mostly you know like Robert Downey Jr. Johnny Depp things like that Um, but I was like yeah and you know what the Kardashians
0: are Disney now so like I'm pulling hope (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I know that that will get, I know this is controversial, okay? And you guys, first of all, we're totally going to go on a tangent here. I'm so sorry, but we got to talk about the Kardashians. Okay. You're welcome. Do we, do we have to talk about this? Yes. Always. yes. always. Okay, so listen, listen, listen. I have always been anti-Kardashian. I'll straight up admit it. I have not gotten them. I've I've not I've not understood. I have not anything. So when the new series came out, um, I decided because my good friend Jane loves them so much and I love her and I wanted to be able to have conversations with her and, you know, bond with her. Not really, but really it was more just I know I'm going to hear about it. And at least this way I understand what she's talking about if I go ahead and watch it. Wait, no. Let's start with the fact that you're obsessed with Kim and Pete. Oh, well, yes. I've always been obsessed with Kim and Pete. Like that was an immediate obsession. I mean, I held up the sign at the marathon weekend with Kim and Pete on it because I was like, I love these two so much. They're going to make it, y'all. They're going to make it. Um, Okay. So yes, it did. There was the Kim and Pete of it all that like sucked me in. But um, I started watching the Kardashians. And let me just tell you folks, like anybody that's listening to this and rolling their eyes and saying they're like vapid and they're idiots and blah, 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 blah. I got to say... There's a lot you cannot like about the Kardashians, but there is some things that you've got to respect about what this family has done. And I would absolutely have to to, to make that nod with you if you're looking from a you know a ABC standpoint. Now that they're on Hulu and and whatever that and in, in the Disney fold, that could this be a huge impact? Absolutely, it could be. And so we'll have to see how this goes and where it goes and if it goes. But um, for anybody that doesn't. Realize it. I had to learn the names of all the K's because I didn't know any of them. But Courtney is a true Disney adult; like she really does love Disney. So that's why immediately I was like,
1: "What a redeeming
0: quality!" (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, we're not going to turn this into a Kardashian podcast. But anyway, that's interesting. I I am am interested in this. I'm interested in in that possibility. Maybe we should start like an online petition for
1: this. (laughs) No, listen, nine episodes does not a legend make, right? No, it doesn't. So, like, I'm aware. We got, got some time. Like, I, yes, but, um, <laughs> but they are going to sit on my list for years
0: now. Okay. All right. Fair, fair, fair. All right. Uh, anybody else that you want to throw out there as possible legends? I know you've got a list, Teresa. Go ahead and rattle it off.
2: Yes, um, this is one that I think of the ones on my list has the best chance. Um, so I'm going Kevin Rafferty for Imagineering. He retired last year after over 40 years at Disney. And so I think the time is right for him to get this award. And he's just made so many contributions within Imagineering. I think it's really impressive that he started off as a dishwasher at Disneyland and worked his way up through the company. Um, he worked on Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster, Test Track, he wrote some of the songs for sunny eclipse um and he was the lead imagineer for cars land and mickey and minnie's runaway railway so i think of like the ones on my list i think just because of his retirement um the way that he's had so many positions within the company but primarily with imagineering i he's the one that i think is like has the best chance of getting it this year
1: um similarly i had george callagridis Um, who is also retiring and has been at Disney world for 50 years. Um, He was on my list for the same reasons. I was like, if we're going to pick a, you know, somebody within the company, I definitely think um, George is worthy.
2: Yeah. I would, I wouldn't be surprised about that one either. I think that's another really likely pick.
0: Okay. From the entertainment standpoint, um, if it's going to be this year or in the next couple of years, I also predict John Stamos is going to end up at Disney luncheon. I mean, Avi. Um, I think uh, Yvette Nicole Brown will eventually end up there. And I tell you what, she is the hardest working woman in Hollywood. And she absolutely loves Disney. And she's been doing a lot uh, through Disney, um, especially over like the last three, four years, like really, they've been using her in a lot of things, which I just love to see it all. And then also, you know, it's coming chris evans chris evans will be a disney legend (laughs) we all know chris evans is gonna be a disney legend there's nobody that loves everything about disney parks and disney movies and just you know being part of hashtag all of it um than this guy so you know what hey all i ask is that um when he shows up on stage he please wear blue and uh (laughs) This lady. <laughs>
1: Look,
0: that blue sweater, man, is so good. It's so good. But like if
1: he doesn't have a blue sweater, can he still come anyway? Because like I would take him in whatever, whatever sweater he's wearing. You know what? No sweater
0: is just fine. No sweater. <laughs> God. Ouch. Um, yes, if he doesn't show up in the blue sweater, I won't be mad, but um, I would just prefer it. And I'd also really, really take it as a personal favor, Chris, when you give your speech, if you would let some of that Boston come out because that's hot. It's like really hot. <laughs> well, And I'll say
2: along those lines, the other one that I'm like me, I, I am like torn. I think there's a chance I would say Chadwick Boseman, even though he might not have had as yeah. much, you know, as much time with yep. Disney as some of the other actors. I think, I think Chadwick Boseman, just because the Black Panther character was, you know, so impactful. I mean, so, so much to so many
0: people. It did. I it think did. Chadwick
2: Boseman is a good, a good chance, if not this year in the future.
0: Yep. I agree with you. I, I like it. I like it. All right. Um and then wait, can I just
1: quickly add on just a couple that I had? One, <laughs> do we need a I whole know I have a legends. <laughs> yes. Listen, I you asked me to do homework, right? Yes. You asked me to do homework. I woke up to do my homework and I did my homework. <laughs> right. Um so yeah. Um, I don't think we're ready yet, but it, I mean, Kevin Feige. Like, he's not yeah, on the list. Obviously. he's definitely
2: on the Yeah, Kevin list. Feige.
1: Um, I would really like all the Spider-Mans because all the Spider-Mans. Um,
2: <laughs> well, I, that's challenging because not all the Spider-Mans are Disney. <laughs> like, this, this okay, fine. I am not... Go go free. We're predicting. Anything you want. Go ahead. <laughs> um, Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. Yep, because... Tim Allen is,
1: yep. correct.
2: So, and I went yeah. back
1: because I was like, "How? How? How are we waiting so long?" Um, so Tom Hanks and uh, Lin Manuel.
2: Oh, Lin Manuel is also on my like. Yet. Yep. I don't know about yet, but he. I yes, definitely think I, he will be in the future. Same uh, thing same. with like Ron and John. Uh, so Ron Clements and John Musker. I don't. I think theirs not having it just yet might be more of a political decision. So they're they're the directors mm. of most of the Disney films mm. you love, but they're doing a film right now um, for. Warner Animation, so I don't know if they will get it this oh year, my. just out of the fact that they are doing a film for another studio. But the Ron, Ron and John not having it really surprised me.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree with you. All right, well, there, there you go. We've just filled up the slate um, for D23 Expo for the next on... few years. Yeah, mm-hmm, it's good. So we're set. Um... So just, if
1: you're if you're listening and you'd like us to run that panel for you, we've got <laughs> yeah, this. Covered. Let us know.
0: Just let us know. All right. So then uh, later on on Friday afternoon. This one fascinated me. So listen up. At 3.30, there's going to be the Disney live action, Pixar animation studios, and Walt Disney animation studios. That's the name of the panel or every studio that they're lumping into this. Now, this is different than what they did, you know, years ago. Years ago, we had live action and we had animation. Those were the two big panels. Well, now they're breaking things out a little bit more. Now, what I say that that this is interesting is because looking at the rest of the schedules, I was curious if we were going to officially or how they're going to use 20th Century Studios, the, the Fox acquisition, right? This would be the year that maybe they were also mentioned but they weren't mentioned specifically um in this list when they came out and said who's all going to be uh talking what we're going to talk about during this this panel so while that's not literally a prediction that's just a question mark is um is 20th century series always going to be com- you know completely separate or is that something that they're going to like you know slowly slide into some of these big fan events because mm, I'm seeing a lot of the same promotion for those projects um, uh, through just the emails that I get and such um, from the PR folks. And I know they're sharing a PR list is a I guess what I'm saying. So I, I don't know at what point that will be included or not. But anyway, that was my thought process was Friday afternoon. Uh, we don't have anything, any mench- mention of that. Um, my really only prediction I have is obviously we're going to get more information about future Pixar uh, uh, things that are coming up because they take a couple of years um, to get them together. And the only one I think that we know about um, new that's coming out outside of uh, Lightyear, which is coming out next weekend um, is Elemental. And so some information, maybe some clips for that to get us interested and excited because that's one that they're working on right now. So... um, other than that, what should what should happen, what typically happens with Pixar is they do two movies in one year, then the next year they do one movie and then they do two movies the next year and then one movie. And so we just had two movies this year uh, with Lightyear and Turning Red. So I am guessing Elemental will be the only thing that gets you know solidified for 2023, but then maybe they'll announce the two that they plan to come out for 2024. And I have zero guesses as to what that could look like
2: i had i also had i think we'll get some cast announcements um and character images for elemental because that's coming out Mm -hmm. in june 2023 so i absolutely think we'll get that um i think in terms of more information about a film right now there's an untitled walt disney animation studios film for november 2023 so i think we're going to get the title and the synopsis i think we'll find out is it going to be just the you know more broad. Well, Disney Animation Studios film are we getting another princess? Um I think we'll get I will kind of firm up what that looks like. Um and I am hoping this is my like my long shot pick of what might happen in that panel. Um I'm hoping that Cassie Steele will get she'll get cast in something. So if you don't know, Cassie Steele was originally supposed to be the voice of Raya. They announced her at um, The last D23 Expo, and I got super excited because I'm a huge DeGrassi fan. She is Manny (laughs) Santos, which is one of the most iconic characters in DeGrassi of all time. So I remember when they announced her name, I screamed. I was so excited, and everybody was like looking over, like what is (laughs) what is happening over here? But I was like, "My, my girl Manny Santos. So I'm really hoping, and they eventually over time they recast as like the story got changed, and they thought that Kelly Marie Trans personality and voice kind of fit the character a little better. So I'm hoping justice for Cassie Steele, she will get cast in a new project with Disney.
0: Okay. All right. That's fair. Uh, Jane, do you have anything for, for those predictions or interests or what you would like to see?
1: I have no predictions about that as, um, as we've discussed my very limited entertainment <laughs> is focused mostly on reality um but <laughs> I love to see what the movies are that that come out Ooh, so what if I, I'm really excited
0: animated Kardashians.
1: I mean that's a little weird to be honest, because then, then they like borderline brats dolls and Right. No, it totally like, would be weird. It's like the Kim like the Kim app, whatever the Kim Kim or whatever it is.
0: Yeah, they, they weird me out. <laughs> All right. So we do have a, a, a stopping point when it comes to Kardashians. That's so good, okay. good to know. Good we to know. We can't cross that line. Okay, good. Um so I
2: I was looking at the other slate of things that we know are coming out and work, like films and things that are in production or post production. So I think we'll get trips or clips or trailers for a few things. Um, so the live action Snow White, they have been filming for the last yep. few months. Yeah, for sure. Um, the live action Little Mermaid has also been filming and I think they, they have either wrapped filming or they're close to it. So I think we'll definitely get some, some clips or trailers for those. Um, the, the one that I'm kind of curious and a little afraid of is the live action Lilo and Stitch movie. It's it's in production or it's been rumored to be in production. And I don't know if anybody else has seen it, but there is a, it's a fan made. It is not real, but there is this image that's gone around for the past few years of what like the live action stitch might look like. And it's terrifying. So I, my thought is that if that's still, if they're still moving forward with that, we might actually see what the live action stitch will look like. And I hope I'm thinking they'll probably go more the route of Sonic um, how that movie kind of went out where it's like the cgi and it looks it looks you know after they redid it it looks a little better but so i think we'll possibly see what the live action stitch looks like
0: hmm all right well stitch is not my guy however <laughs> uh if they come out with an ugly stitch first and then right and then they'll redo <laughs> it yes
2: yeah, so i think we'll get yeah maybe they'll do that they'll lean into it and be like here's <laughs> the original stitch and give him like creepy teeth and then they'll do <laughs> it but here's what we decided on Oh my! And and then ugly, ugly, sonic, is alive. ugly sonic was in the chippendale rescue rangers movie
0: he was the hit of the uh chippendale mm-hmm. rescue movie it was crazy oh which by the way y'all if you have not watched that movie it's it's so cute good. you do not have to be a child of the 90s to enjoy it even i enjoyed it and uh but there's so much pop culture like this it's it's fairly kid friendly, but it's not for kids. Like it was made for the adults because there's so much good stuff in there. Um, All right. So now we're moving on to Saturday. Saturday is also the day that most of the cosplayers come out in like their big costumes. And um, it's just so much to see and do on Saturday. But at 10 a.m., the big one that they've put together now, this is the first time that we've seen this. It's going to be Marvel Studios and Lucasfilm. They're getting one panel, one of the big panels just for the two of them to share. And I'm low key key geeking out about this because I I know there's a lot of people that have superhero fatigue and they're not happy with where Star Wars is or anything like that. But this is where we're going to learn more and more about the future and where Feige is taking us and where Kathleen Kennedy wants us to go um, into these. Beloved stories. And so this is my panel. This is my number one panel that I want to be in this, since it's a new panel in theory, but to give you an idea when uh, we went to the live action panels in the past, like the entire, um, pretty much the entire cast, I think minus Chris Evans, but literally almost everybody else was on stage for um, infinity war. And it was wild. Like just Avenger after Avenger after Avenger. And then, I mean, it just, they all just came pouring out on stage and then we got to see Robert Downey Jr. It was anyway, it was big. It was a big deal. Can we go back to that? (laughs) Well, yeah, you've missed that unfortunately, but it was so cool. So, I'm going to guess, you know, with Marvel Studios and Lucasfilms, um, we are obviously going to get some additional information of stuff uh, that are rumored out there that that are going on. Now, here's the catch. We haven't mentioned Disney Plus Day, but we got to throw this in there. Disney Plus Day is not D23 Expo related, but it's adjacent, I guess, because a lot of this stuff that we know is coming out with Marvel and and Star Wars, they're putting on Disney plus, right? So Disney plus day is happening September the 8th, the day before expo starts. So Disney plus day is going to be an all day thing where they're dropping trailers and they're giving us information and they're telling us what's coming to the platform. What's coming to Disney plus like all day long, it's going to have a lot of really cool information and cool stuff coming out. So you're going to want to check that out. But, my guess is that they're going to announce some things on Disney plus day. And then we get the expanded trailers or the expanded sneak peeks at expo, or they're going to announce some things on Disney plus day, but they're going to hold back some more deep cuts uh, for us at the Marvel and Lucas films. What I'm kind of (sighs) thinking From a Marvel perspective, is we might see something on the Thunderbolts. I um, I have a
2: big prediction for Thunderbolts. Okay.
0: So this is like a villain Avengers group, right? It's Yes. Yeah. If you the,
2: picture it's like Marvel's version of the Suicide Squad.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hopefully just not nearly as like bloody and gross because I can't with the Suicide Squad. They're too much, even though Pete Davidson, see, it all comes back to Pete. Pete was in <laughs> the Suicide Squad. Anywho, um, all right, so I'm thinking the Thunderbolts will probably get announced. Uh, I also hope, because I can follow the dots and the connections, or at least I hope I'm following the dots and the connections that Mr. Feige is dropping down for me, um, I'm hoping that we finally get a young Avengers series or movie announced. I'll take either one. Um, there's so many characters, though, that could be in this. Maybe a three three, three, three movie, you know, arc. I don't, I don't know. There's, there's a lot we could do with this, but the young Avengers is definitely the seeds have been planted for that um, with all these shows. So that's my hope is that we're going to get that official to come out. I still want a Hawkeye season two. Um, hopefully we either get that on Disney plus day or they announce it there with some more Kate Bishop. Cause she's awesome. I hope, co- Cause I'm that right. <laughs> um, I'm hoping that we see sneak peeks of Loki season two, and please, oh please, oh please, bring me Tom Hiddleston. Um, I would love to be in the room with him. That would be but, amazing. But what should he wear? <laughs> Anything green. M- okay. Mr. Hiddleston looks the <laughs> best in green. Um, and uh, so then there's a whole bunch of other things. There's Secret Invasion, um, Echo. Maybe we get a sneak of Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday. <laughs> And side note, Jane, what did you say as soon as we got off? Uh, This is what I was, this is what I was saving for the other panel. Okay. Well, I've already opened the door. So go ahead and jump in on this one. What do you think is as soon as we got off of guardians, Jane looked at me and she said.
1: So um, one of the
0: things we never
1: get out here in uh, Disney world is we never get the cool overlays that Disneyland gets and Guardians of the Galaxy, the Cosmic Rewind ride is super easy to do an overlay. Well, and easy. I like,
0: we're all over here doing air quotes, like we're imaginary, yeah, so sure. we know like, that it's e- easy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> correct but um it is not like it's not intense where like you have to close the haunted mansion and insert you know new animatronics or move things around or completely fully decorate or like it, it would just be um it's it's just a Simpler installation. (laughs) I think so too. Um, And a little bit of a change of story. And I was like, it would be really great because they have the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special coming out. And how easy would it be to? plop in a holiday overlay version of this cosmic rewind and you you know get one of six beautiful holiday songs that we can all try to save the galaxy to and I don't know chase Santa down or however they're gonna do it to like tie it all in but um if they're not doing that
0: Disney you need to be doing that (laughs) because it's amazing. <laughs> we're going to demand it, right? We're going to we're going to be out there picketing and going where is the overlay. Um so yeah, I, I that's just a little side note. Um I think we could go there with that. Um I also think we got this new character in America Chavez um in in Doctor Strange and I feel like if they're going to you know like introduce her to us on the big screen Something more is coming with America. So, my guess is we're also going to maybe have another show. I don't know. Um, but anyway, those are my exciting uh, thoughts and predictions on Marvel specifically. Um, Teresa, do you have anything Marvel related that you want to? Uh, I on. do.
2: Yes. Um, and so I want to add in, um, because like I said, we're saying these for D23. Um, you know, Patty mentioned Disney Plus Day is the day before. So I, I think some things will get, some things will get announced on Disney Plus Day. Some things will get, get announced. During D23, Um, the other thing to remember is San Diego Comic-Con is in July. Now, because of the fact that Marvel and Lucasfilm are doing one large panel together, there are definitely rumors swirling now that Marvel will not be at San Diego Comic-Con. And if you were at the last D23 Expo, you'll know that Marvel didn't get many announcements because they pretty much announced the full slate at Comic-Con because it was shortly beforehand. So I think... Even if they do have a preference at Comic-Con, I think they are definitely looking to do more of their announcements at D23 Expo. So I think some of the things will get announced or will happen. I just don't know what day it will be. So simple ones. Um, so we're, we're almost definitely going to get trailers for Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, because that comes out in November. And they've been doing trailers a little bit later. So uh, that's my almost guarantee. Mm-hmm. I think we'll get the Black Panther trailer um, same thing, Secret Invasion is in post-production, and I don't think they've announced a date for that yet, so that one I'm torn if it'll be Disney Plus Day or if they will do that during, um, during D23. But I mentioned I have some Thunderbolts theories, so I absolutely think we are going to get a lot of information about Thunderbolts in this. Um, and I've, I've kind of narrowed down some of what I think is going to happen. So it's being written by the same screenwriter who did Black Widow. So you can almost guarantee that Yelena and Taskmaster will be in it. Mm-hmm. I think that without us knowing, they have been dropping additional hints to who is going to be in this based on anybody you've seen Julia louis Dreyfus's character talk to in either the films or the series because she's been making some appearances. I think... If anybody you see her talking to is going to be in Thunderbolts, because you've also seen her like recruiting U.S. agents. Yep. Um, and U.S. agents part of Thunderbolts. Um, Baron Zemo is the leader of the Thunderbolts in the comics. So you can almost guarantee he's going to be in it. Um, Look, I also more see Zemo, this. more Zemo, more Zemo. Like it, Baron, he's absolutely in this. Um, but I also, he did not have as tight connections to Thunderbolts in the comics. There was some overlap, but I see this a hundred percent being the way for them to bring Moon Knight into the films.
0: Ah, lucky lucky. Okay. So do you think this is going to be a series or do you think this is going to be a film?
2: It's a film. I'm okay. fairly certain it's a film. So I, I, this is kind of how I see them. Like I said, pulling, pulling Moon Knight out of his own series into the film. There's they, I know that the, the series was a little, not everybody, it, you know, cut lots of opinions on the series, but I think the character is very interesting and this feels like the right fit for that character, if they wanted to bring it, you know, more into the MCU. So that's my, that's my maybe unlikely prediction, but I definitely see Moonlight kind of working into Thunderbolts.
0: Listen, Moonlight was weird, weird, weird. However, Oscar Isaac was flipping amazing in this show. So if you have any kind of love towards Oscar and you want to see some really good Gr- uh, just great performances. Uh go ahead and take the time to watch Moon Knight. And also, hey, prepare yourself cuz they may show up later down the road, which as we know, all things are connected in the Marvel universe. So, yes. Well, you- and the
2: way that series ended, they clearly they you know, they introduced a no- a, I don't know a new character, maybe it's not the way to see it. I'm not trying to spoil things if you haven't watched this yet, but they introduced an extension of Moon Knight that they have not explored yet. So, I I, this is where I'm, I feel good about this. This is my, like,
0: putting pieces together <laughs> prediction. I, I, I love it. I love it. Let, let's see what happens. Yes. Oh,
2: and I have one small one. So there's been casting rumors. I just want this one to be true. I don't know if it's going to be or not. Um, the last, like, two weeks, there have been casting rumors for Agatha House of Harkness um, that Catherine O'Hara and Amy Poehler, in theory, have been cast for the show. I think Amy Poehler is the one that I've seen a little bit more. Um, I, I just want this to be true so
0: badly. <laughs> I am right co-signing with you on that. Except, of course, you know I love Katherine yes. And that's Yes. I'm like, yes, put her in there, please. That'd be amazing. Okay, so now let's move over to the Star Wars universe. And I just have one word for you, and that is Lando. Listen, they announced that there was a Lando coming... <sighs> But what I want to see is some movement <laughs> towards Lando actually happening. Um, picture this. Picture this, if you will, that we are all in this room with these huge Star Wars nerds and out on stage walks Billy D. Williams and Donald Glover. And they start no talking. No Lionel Richie. No Lionel Richie. (laughs) No Lionel Richie. And so they start talking about the Lando series and how both of them are somehow like in it, which I don't know how that would work, but that's what I want, right? I want it all. I want both Landos um, in this and I want it in this series and I want to hear that it's happening and I I I want some dates. I want some information. Um, I don't know if we're going to get that. I feel like we're not going to get that. I feel like they've gone very quiet on a lot of the things that they... Um, announced with Star Wars, but that's my uh, number one thing. And then my number two thing while we're on the subject of Star Wars, I want Solo 2 to happen. Listen, if you skipped this one or if you thought you listened to the haters and you said it wasn't worth, you know, watching or whatever, solo was really fun it was it was it, it's not the greatest movie I'm not putting it up on that, that 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 pedestal but I really appreciated it and I really loved it and I love this idea of having a solo two and having um Bryce da- Dallas Howard co-direct with Ron Howard like that would make me so happy I don't know if they would like it but I would like it I think it would be so neat to see the two of them together work together
2: no, I would love to see that too. I think that's a, you know, I i am hopeful for that.
1: I just want them, I want them to make something that gets me back because I they've lost me.
0: And that's what I want from Lando. That's what my hope, uh, Lando, you're my only hope, right? I want, I yeah. want yeah, I want Lando and, and, like- I, and Solo was the other one that I was kind of attached to. So I would like both of those to come back.
1: It just I'm like, I, I wasn't a huge fan of Solo, although like you said it and I was like, Oh, maybe I'll watch Solo again today and like give it another shot. But they really lost me after that last movie. Um, And like, I just, I want I want more like I want you to bring me back to Rogue
0: One. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, that one was so good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, if and- you like Rogue One, I mean, we, we do have Andor coming. So, and that's that's, obviously going to tie into that. So hopefully once, when Andor comes out, I think you'll, you'll get some of that. Um, I think one of the easy guesses for this panel, for the Lucasfilm side of it, all the clips that they showed at Star Wars Celebration, I think they will reshare. There's Mm going to be some overlap of people who were there, but so like, I think they're going to share like Mandalorian season three. I think we'll see a little bit more from Ahsoka. I am my like long shot is we maybe we'll get the casting announcement for Ezra. For Ahsoka. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um I'm a huge Star Wars Rebels is probably my favorite thing to come out of the Star Wars universe. So and I am so excited about just the thought of like the continuation of Rebels in a live action thing. Like they're continuing those stories. I'm so excited for that. Um one of my possibly long shot predictions, but I I I'll say mid-shot, mid-shot predictions. Um they've already announced that um mando and grogu will be appearing later this year in batu in over at disneyland there's been no mentions of any of these characters um over in florida so i don't know if they'll get that announcement but there was also a rumor going out that on a prestige series is there's going to be some kind of appearance that makes disney parks fans really happy so i think we'll see a clip of mando and grogu visiting batu i think we'll see that
0: that would be wild, and that would be that would be smart of Disney be because smart. Galaxy's Edge needs we need to tie it in, and I don't know if that was always the plan or not, but Grogu and Mando would definitely uh, be your power couple <laughs> to yes. make Galaxy's Edge um, a thing again. So, and I don't think
2: it was the plan because I feel like their whole approach was they wanted to live independent. Yeah, but I think there's so been too. some criticism of that of not seeing more of these characters in there, um, and because they've announced that. You know Boba Fett and um, ben- like they've announced all these characters are going to be at least over in Disneyland visiting Batu. I kind of see that we'll we'll see Mandura and Grogu in there and just make my heart happy. Now um, just I'm- to
0: throw it back to that uh, to Solo, uh, Solo did mention the Black Spire's outpost at mm-hmm. one point, and so listen, <laughs> the uh, we ha- we all remember that we're going to throw that out there and let's connect the dots, but let's make Solo Two happen and set it maybe at black spire outpost right
2: i would be happy with that like then i was also i i really liked solo i don't think it deserved all the criticism it did not so it I'm, i would love that um i think another i'm i'm predicting this um obviously the obi-wan series has not completed at the time we're recording this so this character may not be around but i think we'll see reva in Andor Mm -hmm. because Andor takes place like slightly after this, before the next set, I think we'll, I think we'll see Reva in Andor. I think it kind of makes sense for her to, if, if her character continues, I kind of see that being one of the, the links between those two series.
0: Yep. Yep. I can see that too. Cool. Um,
2: I think my other big, my other big prediction, um, Is that we'll get the director announcement for the Kevin Feige produced Star Wars movie. So, Jane, you're saying you need something to get you back in? I was like, well, Feige's (laughs) producing a movie. It's Kevin Feige. (laughs) Yeah, so I think they, uh, like, there was an interview a couple months ago that uh, Kathleen Kennedy did with Vanity Fair, alluding to that she was hoping to make an announcement about that director, like, in a few months. And it did not happen at Star Wars Celebration. So if they're doing a large Lucasfilm panel, I think that we have a good chance of getting that director announcement. Um, And also my other thing that I think we'll see because Lucasfilm is not just Star Wars, it's also Indiana Jones. And there is an Indiana Jones movie coming out next year. So I would not be surprised to see something Indiana Jones. And also, as I'm saying this, Circle back to Disney Legends. Um, so Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher are both Disney Legends. Mm-hmm. But yes. Harrison Ford is not. Uh, yeah. So
1: he was the other one I went looking for. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Indy is,
2: is, falls into that now. So I think there's a chance this is a, connecting it all together, especially if they have Harrison Ford there to do anything tied to Star Wars or do anything tied to Indy. If he's already going to be there. I think there's a chance that he is also on the Disney legend list. Oh,
0: for sure. For sure. And I agree with you on that too. I mean, that's kind of like what they did with Robert Downey Jr. that year and, um, Johnny Depp, um, the year that he was inducted, he also came out on stage talking about one of the whichever Pirates of the Caribbean it was that, that year. Uh, but he came out dressed as full Jack Sparrow, did a whole shtick. I mean, it was amazing balls. Um, so yeah, I mean, you're right. That's a good one, and that's definitely. Um, I mean, not as good as the Kardashians, but I guess I'm just kidding. People well, don't don't turn off the podcast. It's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs>
1: I was just going to say, side note, um, maybe not for this panel, but for the day before the live panel, if they wanted to announce another Pirates and bring out Johnny Depp, I'd be
0: okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. That could be Sorry. something that they actually mentioned because um, there has been talks. I mean, I've seen the rumors. So yep. after, now that the court thing has happened, we'll just have to see how that turns out. But um, all right. So is that everything for Lucas and Star Wars? Yes. Or Lucas and Marvel. <laughs> Lucas and Marvel. Okay. Um, all right. So then we're going to skip ahead because I think for essence of time, we're going to jump to parks because we know we want to talk a lot about the parks. So the parks panel There is another panel in the afternoon on Saturday, um, and that's the Disney branded television. Um, These are like all the the series that you grew up and loved with, you know, um, Doc McStuffins, Owl House, uh, High School Musical, Descendants, you know, that sort of thing. Um, I personally don't have a lot of predictions for that one. um, And I think we should save that for the end in case we run out of time. So we're going to skip forward to Sunday morning. Because this is the big panel that I think most people here listening and also between the three of us. This is one of the biggest panels that we have some stake in and that we have some interest in. Um, We are talking about the Disney Parks Experiences and Products panel, which is happening at 1030 in the morning on Sunday, September 11th. This is a complete couple of hours filling you up with everything that's coming and going and changing at the parks. And that's all the parks, so, you know, in the past, like uh, Disney Shanghai had a huge, um, it, it, it panel, uh, discussion, uh, one year when it was, um, being built. Um, so we'll see what all is in store, uh, for the discussion there. Um, my predictions are all over the place with this one. There's all, uh, you know, I think even the, um like the ships the uh, the cruise line Cruises. is going to be covered um in this panel as well but just some of the things that i'm just going to rattle off real quick and if anybody wants to discuss it more we can but my things that i think we might or what i hope we hear about um i hope we hear for sure confirmed and some details as to what it might look like is that disneyland gets its tomorrowland overhaul mm-hmm. I yep, want the People Mover to please come back like that You would- don't want Rocket Rods? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I want to ride a
0: Rocket Rod but I, again. I, I like was, terrible
2: things. Yeah, I,
0: I I mean I'm not saying I wouldn't but at the same time I honestly just picture this, picture this, my happy place is Disneyland as it is. But if you were to, even if you had to like gut and change completely, which is what I understand is it structurally like they would have to do some massive changes over there. But if we're going to do it, let's do it right. And let's get back that people mover. I would be the happiest person in the most happiest place on earth. <laughs> if I can ride the people mover through um, Disneyland as you know, was, Walt once intended, right? So, um that would make me very happy. Um I think there we're going to also hear of some Encanto presence at mm-hmm. um, Magic Kingdom or Ma- well, Ooh. I'm assuming Magic Kingdom, but Ooh, I have a different. Okay. Th- well, I mean, it could be Epcot. The obvious is Epcot, Ooh, see, right? I'm not no. Oh, no. Oh! you're taking it to Animal Kingdom.
2: I am taking it to okay. Animal Kingdom.
0: Okay, then that was actually my question here because I figure we're not going to get it at um, Epcot. I don't know if Columbia is ready f- to put in a whole... Uh, pavilion. pavilion and yes. obviously it's not mexican folks anybody that keeps saying Encanto should be in the mexico pavilion no 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 no, no. um so i have I- two reasons
2: for i have two reasons for thinking strongly animal kingdom okay um, so, so number one is if you look at there is a a tree with animals that in the movie Encanto that the tree itself looks very similar to the tree of life yeah like if you look at it visually, they look very similar, but that's actually not where I think it's going. Um, I I know we have a fan of the podcast who has mentioned that Dinosaur is her favorite attraction, and I am so sorry, but I think Dino Land is going to make way for South America slash Encanto.
0: Interesting. I know the people had areas, had areas
2: had earmarked for Zootopia, e- which again well, I can see it, but I, I am so, going. Yeah. Encanto slash South America.
0: I had Zootopia on my list that Animal Kingdom is up next as far as like getting mm-hmm. a new ride. Yes. So, yeah. high school Hollywood Studios got Mickey and Minnie, um, Epcot got Guardians and Ratatouille. Magic um, Kingdom is getting Tron. So, Animal Kingdom should be up next with a new ride. I was thinking Zootopia, but I guess it could also be an Encanto um, attraction. I wasn't thinking get rid of Dinosaur, I was thinking. It's either Zootopia or Encanto. Now that you've said this about Animal Kingdom, I'm like, oh, good, that could fit there too. That it takes over um, where like Primeval Wheel was, that whole like um, I just the whole can't dino see- land. yeah, like the like whole a Dino whole- Land. No, but I keep I the dinosaur ride. I think the dinosaur ride stays.
2: I think it's great. I just think if they're redoing that area, I don't see how you only have dinosaur over there. I, well, and I could be wrong, but I just, I have trouble thinking if you're redoing that whole area, I think the ride itself, I think the ride building stays there and the ride structure stays there. I think it's just going to be a retheming.
0: Yeah. I think you could keep the dinosaurs and you can also keep dino land, the, um, the, you know, where the kids dig in the sand, that little, like little section separate. And then, pull, look, you know, when we got to the point where we can see like the back of um, Batu exposed and um, you can see Batu from uh, Toy Story Land, like all of that, like I don't think they care anymore. <laughs> I, don't, I think they've given up the idea of how everything has to be seamlessly like flowing from one to the next and uh, you know, whatever. I honestly just think they're going to stick something over there to be honest. Yeah. Um, Right or wrong, that's, that's a that's a possibility. But anyway, Jane, um, what do you think? What what predictions do you have for parks?
1: Um, well, the first one that I had was definitely that we're going to get an update on the Dinoland trans- transformation, mm-hmm. whatever that's going to be, so that could tie, tie in there. Um, I do agree that we're not – this is going to be, I think, a little bit light on Disney World, just because we're coming out of the 50th. But I do think that we're going to um, get some updates, particularly, I am hoping, about uh, nighttime spectaculars, Uh, what will happen with enchantment once the 50th celebration is over, because that has always been um, considered a limited time 50th thing. So will we get Happily Ever After back? Will we get Wishes 2.0? I don't know. Um, but also I am very much hoping for, as I complain about almost on the daily, a nighttime parade.
2: <laughs> yes, I, I feel pretty good about nighttime parade whether it's one that we've seen before or something i, new. I don't care like, I, don't ca- I, I don't
1: care if you give I, me one person in a light-up bug suit running down main street with something like a boom box like i just want something to sit on the curb and watch at 11 p.m
0: <laughs> at 11 p.m I sucks. agree with you.
2: I, I Nighttime parade, parade is one of my predictions. Um, staying over in Walt Disney World uh, or even just staying in Magic Kingdom. We're going to get the Tron opening date if we haven't yet. Um, also, the date of the train returning. I think those are two Woo-woo. of like the big dates that we'll hear. Um, and then the other one, both Florida and Disneyland, that we know is happening but we haven't heard much about is the Tiana Splash Mountain refurb, I think we'll probably get some more info on that. Um so I have I have other Florida and Disneyland predictions, but if we're staying like in the Magic Kingdom area, that's that's what I feel for Magic Kingdom. We'll see.
0: And listen, so- Magic Kingdom, I need you to put that beignet stand Announce it that it's coming with the princess and the frog. Uh, we've already got beignets over and in French quarter in Disneyland, but I need this also at magic kingdom. And I need it to be specific to like could do like Yara. the Western
2: outpost, like that yes. little cart that's right yes. next to it. Yes. That, yeah, Right there.
0: So I do
1: also want to add that um, this could tie into Uh, The Tomorrowland refurb out in Disneyland, but potentially also here as well in Disney World. There's rumors of a light year update for the Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger spin. Ah. Um, So Mm. I'm hoping that we'll hear a little bit more about that if that's going to come to fruition.
0: Yeah. So so something else that came out recently is the Rock and Roller coaster in Paris got rethemed to an Avengers type coaster. I know we can't do Avengers in the same way over here, but um, I'm wondering if if, if um, Aerosmith might finally be on its way out now that we have seen what they can do, you know, over in Paris, if somebody's already like, okay, let's do, I don't even know what they would do, but let's do whatever um, here, but a, tie it to a movie of some sort would be my guess. Um, I, again, I, they can't do Avengers in the same way, but maybe they could do something similar.
1: I don't necessarily think that they would do um, even Marvel again now that, especially since we have Cosmic Rewind as like the big roller coaster here. But um, like, I wonder if they would ever consider doing. Oh, well, I was going to say a Star Wars one, but we, they wouldn't do that in studios where it's located too
0: far away. It's yeah. already, split. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah.
1: But maybe, like, maybe they can take that and turn that into, like, the Wreck-It Ralph coaster that they had talked about for a while that was rumored for a long time. Like, I'm sure
2: they have some cool ideas. Well, so to me, the the roller coaster that's been rumored for a very long time was Monsters, Inc. Monsters,
0: Inc. That's what I was thinking, too. But Monsters, Inc. was rumored over in Disneyland. So but also it was
2: rumored in, in part of Hollywood studios over oh, by um, an additional one over by toy story, midway Mania before, oh, we did, okay. before they did all of that. I think it was supposed to go over there. So it's been out for, I, I could kind of see that, but I, I agree. I think that a, a new overlay is coming for a roller coaster.
0: I, yeah. I absolutely love um, Aerosmith and I love the music on the ride. Like I, I'm not over here screaming like it's due. It needs to be changed. However, I'm just thinking progressively from a Disney parks perspective that, um, you know, (laughs) Tyler, Tyler's like what, 80 years old at this point. So little kids are, have zero connection to who, um, you know, Aerosmith is very little connection to who, who these folks are. um, And they are not even hearing this music or even this kind of music anymore on the radio except for on the quote-unquote oh, patty, station
2: patty ah. i have an idea for you
0: oh tell me tell me tell me that. what
2: if the new theme is high school musical Oh, stop and they it. And make me
0: different songs. Stop my- it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, make it happen. Just tomorrow. Make it happen. Um, oh, my god, that's how you get your Zach and Vanessa to be <laughs> Disney legends. That's right. That's right. Oh, yeah. I hadn't thought about that, but how fun would that be? But, uh, you know, uh, honestly, they'd probably – they would probably have Olivia Rodrigo singing everything. You know what I mean? But um wow. Now that's a thought. I had not thought of that, Teresa. No, Patty one. has
2: a new campaign. She's going
0: <laughs> she bring, absolutely does <laughs> Bring the potatoes back and bring the high school musical, the musical, the series roller coaster. <laughs> the roller coaster. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's
1: the I and that's what and that's what they're gonna position it as like high school is such a roller coaster and oh, like yes.
0: this is the ride you take. Listen, oh, we've got God. that all storyboarded out for you, Disney. So <laughs> let's make this happen. Oh, Teresa, you're genius. Okay. Yeah.
1: Oh my God, guys, we're getting ready to go to the musical, and we have to like we have to go fast. <laughs> we have to run
0: outside. Let's go get in this limo. <laughs> that's right. You don't even have to change it. They still gotta drive a car to get there, right? right. <laughs> make it a super stretch
2: <laughs> As long as they keep Ken Marino. Ken Marino has to reprise his role.
0: That's all I've, all I'm asking for. <laughs> okay now that's a deep cut li- Disney legend that we could go for there. Um but yeah no oh well uh, you said Ken Marino and of course I went to Veronica Mars, which of course meant yes. when is Kristen Bell gonna be a Disney legend? anyway' <laughs> see there's yes, so, yeah, yeah, yeah there's so many Disney legends that we could come up with. all right. um Um, so what else in parks anything else that you guys want to throw out so i have two
1: things um one i would just like and this might it might be nothing but it might be um something great who knows um over by the grand floridian they had filed some paperwork to like do some construction and make some updates and whatever and there's no no, been no real updates of what that is but the rumor is potentially a new hotel um so if it is a new hotel please tell us because i love hotels Um, And the other thing that I really, really would like for them to tell us, but it's another thing I've made up in my head. I would like a Marvel immersive hotel that is like the Star Cruiser. But I also think that if they did it and they're going to try it, it's not going to be in the U.S.
0: (laughs) Yes. So I agree with you on those things as well. Um, Yeah, I, I think that yeah. More for, I mean, they could do it over at Disneyland, obviously not Disney World. But my question to doing it at Disneyland is like where? Like, I mean, right? It's, like it's where?
1: Just, well, I well. mean, it's only a shipping container, so like you just plop it right <laughs> in the <your> back. There.
2: <laughs> and I mean, if you, if you're paying attention, I mean, Disneyland Forward is a thing, and there have been permits filed related to Disneyland Forward. So I I do think that there's room for expansion or they are planning out like look Google Disneyland Forward and it's like it's there's like an official website about it talking about all of the things that they would like to do and so much of its proposals. Don't read it thinking through that this is like actual announcements, but it's what they would like to try and move towards or have people thinking about. So I I agree with you that I think an Avengers version of that makes sense. I also think we haven't really talked about international announcements. So it wouldn't surprise me if it is something that goes into one of the international parks, but I do think we'll get some more information about Disneyland forward. Um, I kind of work in the Tomorrowland overhaul to that. Um, I have on my list Avengers campus expansion, uh, whether, and I think because Avengers campus is right there, I think that expansion could easily, if you think of the way that, you know, start uh, with like the Star Wars and the Halcyon. It goes into Batu, so I kind of see that because, like, I think a park that has Avengers Campus is going to be the one get that gets this like immersive resort experience. Mm-hmm. And so. I think
1: for the U.S., it makes sense to put it obviously Avengers Campus is in Disneyland, yes. But it means that even though both both parks have Galaxy's Edge, we're the ones out here in Disney World with Star Cruiser. And then they're the ones that get the other immersive mm-hmm. experience out in Disneyland. Um, so yeah, that's that's definitely my dream there.
2: Yes, um, I'll say my other big Disneyland prediction. Um, we talked about this on a recent episode about how um, DCA Disney California Adventure is going through a little bit of an identity crisis at the moment because a lot. You of- Leave things... her alone. No, I'm not. I'm not saying this is a bad thing because they've been transitioning a lot of things, a lot of plans that were kind of california focused have been changed and do other things so you saw it with paradise pier going into pixar pier i know bugs land was not california specifically but you know that becoming avengers campus i my like big prediction for disneyland is that dca will become disney's hollywood adventure
1: that could be i could see that happening
2: I think it's getting renamed like I and I I say Hollywood Studios has also been rumored for a long time to get renamed but I think the direction they've moved in where it's both of those parks are now continuing to be like experience the movies or like walk through the areas that you've seen I I kind of think that Disney's Hollywood Studios I think because Hollywood Adventure was like a rumored name that Hollywood Studios might get changed to but I think they're going to switch it I think California Adventure will become Hollywood Adventure Listen, I'm down for
0: that. I, I, I loved the whole idea of Hollywood studios back in the day, like how you love Epcot so much. I loved like what the original Hollywood studios was um, where it was a working studio and you could go on the backlot tour and uh, you got to see some of those props and stuff and movie making as it happened. And, you know, the stunt spectacular stuff. And I, I loved all of that stuff. Um, so leaning into something you know about making the movies and how the movies are have now like it or not become so much so much more uh, part of the parks than than you know than there used to be original items just for the parks now we have either those items have been turned into movies or the movie stuff is, you know, taking over the parks. So, yeah, I, I could go down with a name change for either park, like for Hollywood Studios, if they change it to something because they they were at some point thinking of that. I I remember that. Um, but I also would, wouldn't mind seeing Disney California Adventure getting changed as well, because I agree with you. Like the name doesn't fit with what's happening there anymore. So let's plus it. Let's change it up.
1: Um, In addition, I'd also like to see the announcements of the on-sale date for the villas at Disneyland Hotel. I know they're definitely uh, mid-construction, and Mm -hmm. I check on that almost daily for personal reasons. Um, But I'd also like to see... That's DVC, if
0: anybody's (coughs) a little lost as to what she's talking about. So DVC, is they're they're doing some additional DVC over at the Disneyland Hotel, um, which as Jane is, you know, letting you know she will be purchasing immediately.
1: <laughs> immediately, like 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 as soon as the announcement is made. Um and I'd just like to see what the future of DVC is, um especially since they have I know they've announced um, the new Polynesian wing, and but they seem to have shelved Reflections during
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, COVID. So I'm curious, yeah. like, what 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 does that mean? Does that ever come back, or do we just move on to new projects?
2: I think. Well, just looking at some of like the artwork and the designs, it seems like a lot of the Reflections influence is going into move the to the Poly. poly. Yeah. yeah, that's what it seems like just looking at it. Um, but it's it's really interesting because you figure the last the last big Disney parks presentation at D23 expo, a lot of stuff got announced and then COVID happened. So I think yeah. it's going to be, you know, not necessarily walking back on some of those things, but I think we'll maybe see what they are turning into instead. Um, and this is why I'm also going to say a lot of stuff gets announced at these panels. doesn't always end up happening. So it's, you can get excited about things, but it may or may not come into fruition.
1: <laughs> For sure
2: um but so i have i i guess we were talking about this it just occurred to me because you talked about DVC um i think if we haven't heard anything about annual pass sales we'll get an update on that because you mm, buy an annual pass. i oh,
0: no, no i kind is. of feel like that's a potential for this to riot so Well, I think, Um. but I think
2: they'll announce them coming back. Like, I think they'll announce sales resuming Um, because I know a lot of people were like, you know, they stopped selling all of them over at Disneyland, and I was like, well, that's because it's summer, and the passes that they had available are blocked out for summer. So, I think, I think there will be some kind of I wouldn't be surprised or but you're right like it, it could be contentious specifically because this is taking place in California where it's a little right. bit more a little
0: more lawsuity correct <laughs> right and now. so I kind of if it was me even if we had a new program or whatever coming out I don't know that I'd be announcing it at this thing unless we had tested it and run it through the ringer mm-hmm. and we knew it was going to be 100% positively um, viewed <laughs> yes um, and the and I think there's a lot of problems with whatever the magic key situation was yes. over at Disneyland that they're taking the summer to like pause and to re reflect on that and to change it up. Um, unfortunately, I think that what that's going to ultimately as all things do, when you talk Disney is going to result in higher um, levels of pricing for the magic keys. Cause I think that that's always continued to be one of the problems between annual passes and magic keys mm-hmm. as um, so many Southern California folks in particular, like they, they need their annual passes. And Disney was trying to say, not so many of you here all at the same time, we're going to space this out with reservations and with, um, you know, limiting and whatever. And I don't think it's worked out how they want it. And so I just feel like if they come back, they're also going to come back with a very, with a substantial increase in the price tag. I agree. So Um, that's just one thing to like, so, which is also why I don't think, that's going to go over well like in this setting so if they say i it, think
2: if they announced it they'd be like and it's coming back and that's all they're gonna say that's literally like, that's what that's i was it, gonna it, say is, they will not give you yes. details about it They'll yes like, that's exactly it's coming
0: back. back bye i i can completely see josh standing up there and saying and i have some great news <laughs> annual passes are coming back on sale soon be watching for all of that information on <laughs> Disney Parks blog. Uh, bye. Thank Thanks for uh, joining. Can Everybody you imagine?
2: <laughs> wait, can you imagine though? I have, I want to get into like my one other set of p- predictions after this. Can you imagine if in that room they announced the park hopping time restriction going away?
0: Oh, I think hey, people would lose listen. their minds. They'd be standing on please the stairs. Listen. Hey, and listen, if Josh tomorrow shows up in a blue sweater and says it, <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm just, I'm just saying like that would, yeah. Mm hmm. Disney. Let's make that happen. Okay. All right. So that's the part. This, this episode is this episode is 23 predictions
1: for D23 Expo and who should wear what. <laughs> <Yes>. Listen.
2: <laughs> All right. But I want my last my last Disney Parks prediction um because you know I'm going to talk about this park. I haven't mentioned her yet. She deserves some attention. Um about 3 weeks after D23 Expo is Epcot 40. I think we will get some kind of announcements as to what Epcot 40 is going to look like if they haven't yet. Um, I think there's like Epcot obviously had so many announcements last time, and they've kind of done some updates about what will and will not be going into the current, you know, current reimagining of Epcot. Um, but because it's Epcot 40 coming up, because it's been rumored for so long, um, you know, Journey into Imagination is long, long overdue for some changes. I think we will get a Dreamfinder return announcement. I I think that's like in, just because of Epcot 40. I think there's a good chance Dreamfinder comes out, or whether it's going to be like even if it's an Inside Out overlay kind of coming to it, which again I think makes sense. I'm not mad about that. So listen to me talking about Disney characters coming into Epcot. <laughs> I would not be mad about Inside Out, but like I I would be not be surprised if we get like a Dreamfinder coming back announcement. Um, I do think Mexico Pavilion is they kind of showed when they initially had the um, Epcot experience. You could see a big guitar kind of leaning up on the Mexico Pavilion, which clearly was indicating Coco has kind of been thought of as being what would make sense to go there. Um, They've added some of it into like the lobby area. So possibly Coco for the Mexico Pavilion, Um, but also long, long, long rumored, which may have changed, obviously, because of just global financial situations. Um, the brazil pavilion for world showcase we all kind of thought it was going to get announced at the last d23 expo i am still we there a new country has not come into world showcase i think it was norway in 88 so i think world showcase is also long overdue for for a new pavilion back there i and brazil's been the one it's been rumored to be so i wouldn't be shocked um but i don't know because i think epcot is they have to continue the existing projects before they really announce a lot of new stuff so i that's like my, my long shot but it's been long rumored
0: i don't know i don't see i don't see a new pavilion coming um anytime soon i feel like that place is such a mess right now. They just need to figure out yeah, and finish exactly. up. everything I think that they've that's, got going. So I think that even if they're saying in five years, we're going to open the Brazilian pavilion, I don't think they'll announce it yet. No, I like I said, far. I think at
2: most we will get overlays when we might get a better look at the Moana experience that's coming. So I think we'll, we'll possibly get some updates on the already announced projects or overlays for existing attractions um but dreamfinder returning is just my that's my like please please disney give this back to me bring back the rainbow tunnel bring back some of these things um, and then patty and i we also made a prediction we both had this similar prediction um because usually at a lot of these panels people will get items or get like posters um for the disney parks panel i was there the year that um phantasmic was coming back or it was like the new version of Fantasmic. so we got to go to the park and watch it patty and i both had the same prediction for what we think the disney parks panel will give to attendees this year what is it? <laughs> oh, so so we think that because it's we know it's coming out and we know it's coming out soon for both coasts. The everybody who attends the panel will probably get the Magic Band Plus.
0: I definitely think that's a good possibility. Um, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's too too expensive an item for them to be giving out. But uh, I also think that they like have the opportunity to really make some guest dreams come true uh, by giving away something like that. So we'll see, we'll see. But yeah, that's that was my my thought was there, there will be something on the expo floor uh, that's going to allow you when you get your magic band that you can go over and play with on the expo floor. Um, maybe those golden statues or something along those lines like show up all around the expo floor that you can take your newly acquired magic plus band uh, and go have some fun with. So yeah, I could see that being... Um, really explored at D23 Expo as well. Branded, so back to real quick, let's just touch on this. Does anybody have anything that they are expecting to hear from um, at the uh, Disney-branded television, um, the the Disney TV shows? Um, not Disney+, Plus but Disney Channel, that sort of thing. Um, anything that you are expecting to see come there i really didn't have a list so i didn't have anything really to say much about that
2: i have quick things um and so they did actually say disney plus will have a presence at this because the ones that they have announced was that looks at the new disney plus original series national treasure american-born chinese and the santa claus right, series right so they haven't so we do know that it's not going to be exclude like their disney plus will be a part of their you know hulu there's there's going to be some hulu announcements um i don't have any strong thoughts my hope is that we'll get announcements of some of the disney plus shows i really liked so prop culture um the disney's animal kingdom series that they did um, behind the attraction was that my favorite series but i thought it was good and i would love to hear i would just love to see more from that um, they'd also announced an ink and paint series years ago that there's been no update on um, but the other one that i'm most hopeful we hear about is the the whole series, universe, whatever they're calling it, for Society of Adventurers and Explorers, aka, um, or, sorry, I'll go back. The one I'm really hoping we hear about is the Society of Explorers and Adventurers. So CSEA that kind of has its presence throughout all of the Disney parks. They've told us that they are planning some series, maybe movies, like there's a whole universe. So the SEACU is what I'm calling it. I'm hoping we kind of get some of that just something about what that looks like because they've kind of teased it for a while um that's what i'm most excited about in terms of disney plus or some of that additional content coming out so again whether it's disney plus day or disney branded television panel i hope we hear more about what that is
0: Got it. Got it. Okay. Uh, Oh, and then they're wrapping the whole thing up on Sunday afternoon. There's going to be a Disney concert. It's going to have Disney princesses singing. Um, This I've actually went to two of the Sunday afternoon um, panels where they did musical stuff. And the two that I went to were very sparsely attended in comparison, but They were amazing. I mean, I got to sing along with um, Josh Gad and Kristen Bell uh, with the Frozen uh, crew. So it was, that was really great. And then um, the other one that I went to had Alan Menken uh, singing at a piano, like how, I mean, you can't get any better than that. So you know that this is going to be an amazing experience and it's a great way to like wrap up your D23 Expo um, experience with this concert. Uh, And that is happening Sunday uh, evening. Um, Now, for anyone that's not going to any of this D23 Expo uh, this year, we will have a ton of content for you. We will, of course, be doing um, updates. My hope is that the three of us can get together together at the end of each day and do a quick little 15-20 minute rundown of some of the stuff that we saw so that we can update you guys in real time uh, on the podcast. Uh, That's what I did last year on No Guilt Fangirl. If you guys want to go back and listen to um, D23 Expo experiences there, uh, it's all still on that podcast I have not done anything recently on that podcast, but the podcast exists and you can go back to all the backlog if you want to find some D23 Expo um, experiences that we discussed a couple of years ago now. Uh, So that's my idea or that's my hope is that the three of us will be able to get together and just do quick um, updates or Um, however, on, based on which panels we went to, these are just the big panels. There's going to be a lot of breakouts and a lot of smaller panels. Um, in the past, like I went to a high school musical, the musical, the series panel, absolutely loved it. There was an agents of shield panel. Um, there's, you know, uh, there's always a a lot of different panels. I know Teresa's also got to some specific Imagineering type panels, um, that sort of thing. So there's that to look forward to. Uh, there's going to be all kinds of experiences on the expo floor that we can talk about and that we can tell you guys about, um, for those that are following along at home. So there's a lot of d 23 coming your way uh and we are we are excited about it um again this doesn't go down until september 9th but you know we're going to be talking about it up until then so um all right anything else ladies about d23 predictions i know we hit well more than 23 i did not count them if anybody did count them and we came in under 23 let me know and we'll like throw in some more in the facebook group but i am positive that we hit 23 did anybody count okay but that's so what I, I
2: tried. I tried to group I I so I did make sure my list was at 15 because I was like I have a lot to say I tried I but like I grouped you know four things together so I'm like I I grouped them together so we can condense them <laughs> sort of we'll figure it
0: out 23-ish. ish 23 ish that's what we promised that's what we said so there you go <laughs>
1: So if you have anything that you um, specifically want to ask about with D23 or let us know what you want to hear while we're out there, you can send us an email at noguiltdisneypod at gmail.com or you can join us in our Facebook group, No Guilt Disney on Facebook.
2: And make sure you join us each week on the No Guilt Disney podcast because as Patty likes to say,
0: it's no fun to fangirl blue sweaters at D23 Expo (laughs) alone. (laughs) Hashtag all the blue sweaters. listen.